There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash monthly 5 k If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by PDAC. PDAX is a homegrown cryptocurrency exchange that offers the best rates among local cryptocurrency exchanges. Download the PDAX app now on the Google Play Store, App Store, or Huawei App Gallery. Start trading Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies for as low as 50 pesos by signing up on podlink.co slash hustleshare PDAX. Also powered by Podmachine. The simplest way to grow and edit your podcast. Sign up now at podmachine.com and use the code HUSTLESHARE to get one free edit. You will eventually fail uh, at one point. You will definitely go through hardships. This life isn't fair. It's not going to be perfect. But, you know, nonetheless, experience is the best teacher for them, you know. Welcome to HUSTLESHARE. The podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Beitiong. Welcome to the latest episode of the Share Podcast. We are super excited because I don't even know if I did this before. Um, then three years in, majority of the people... Uh, that we've had here on the podcast are old parts like me, titos, startup titos, or startup titas that have been here. Or if we're too young, just like this guy um, that we're going to have here, they pretty much dropped out or no longer in college. But I'm talking to a founder and a college student at the same time who is now not just creating an idea or an MVP. We're talking about a fully 
funded startup. Not just one, but two. So without further ado, let's welcome to the show Mr. Jello Wong of Bayani Chain. Welcome to the show, Jello. How are What's you? What's up? Thanks for having me. This is All such right. an honor because I listen to your podcasts often. All right. <laughs> you sound very sleepy. I hope I'm not uh, getting in the way of your bed. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> All right. So again, Jello, welcome to the show. I am very, very interested and curious. So I've been hearing and seeing you a lot in uh, events. Your pictures like, who is this cute kid? Hmm, he looks very <laughs> underage. Why, why is he hanging out with these titos who have really hard, long beards and, and shit? I'm like, <laughs> I got to find out. And again, I chanced by you, did a little research. It's like, hmm, you got to be on Hustle Share, my man. So, all right, before Thanks. I get carried away, I need to ask you, just like the hundreds and hundreds of people that have asked the million-dollar question, Jello, what's your hustle? So what we're building is we're building currently for Lika, we're building an NFT marketplace designed for Filipino artists and brands, right? So the ultimate goal is to cater to them and to be able to to put the spotlight on them. Because if they go to these other different marketplaces, right, um, typically they get Um, swarmed with all the other international artists, generative art, the ones with 10,000 pieces in their collection, right? So our goal is to present a gallery-like marketplace where ultimately the art is truly appreciated over analytics. Got it. All right. Now, again, sounds fine and dandy. And again, we'll talk about Web3. And, you know, NFTs <laughs> later on in the second or third part of the show. But I need you to buckle up because this is probably one of the shortest rides we're going to have to do because this guy is hella young, right? Because we're going to have to ride the Hustle Share Time Machine. All right. That was amazing. And again, very short ride. Typically, we took... We take eons and eons back. <laughs> Man, let's just let's just call a spade a spade real quick. How old are you? Um, I'm 19. What the fucking shit? <laughs> <laughs> If you're in the US, you ain't even allowed to drink yet, my man. That's how young you are, right? So 19. Yeah. And if you're 19, I'm pretty sure you still have a long, long, long way ahead of you in terms of success. But here you are. Absolutely. You know, breaking records at 19. But before we get started, again, it's not going to be a far... Because if we go really go back to the Hustle Share Time Machine, we're probably um, going to talk about you when you were sperm cell. So we're not going <laughs> <laughs> to go all the way back like that. But I just want to understand, okay, you're still in school, obviously. And we're going to yep. talk about that hustle because I can relate. Once upon a time, I was an entrepreneurship student also and a startup founder. Though yep. I did not get the start the same success and support that you're getting now, but what was your exposure to entrepreneurship? Is this something that innate to your family? Did you get that somewhere else? And what, did you hustle early on when you were a kid? Yeah. So just to give you a bit of family background, my parents um, they're they're in the food and beverage industry, and they're also in the um, trading industry. So my dad. 
uh, he runs Shopa Factory. If you're Shopa familiar, Shopa Factory, of course. Yeah. How many people got their uh, merienda? Fifteen peso Shopa. There you go. Mm-hmm. So that's what my dad does. That's the man behind it. Um, my mom, naman, uh, what she does is she distributes mga supplies to hotels, to corporate corporate giveaways. So th- these can be like soap, shampoo, you know, um, even tissue with lo- uh, personal personalized logo. So basically anything and everything you can think of. Shirts, campaign shirts during elections. So that's what my mom does, right? Hustler, both hustlers. Both hustlers. Okay. Uh, from the very start. Um, so on my end, uh, I did start my business journey when I was around 14 years old. Okay, so not that five years ago. <laughs> like, we talked five years ago, like 14? Are you kidding me? You talked to 30-year-old parts like 34-year-old parts like me. Five years ago, yeah, I was 29. right? But you, five years ago, 14. What the hell was I doing with that 14? <laughs> yeah. Stupid stuff. Okay, so what were you doing when you were 14? Um, so the story is... Um, in short, I love sneakers. Oh, shit. There you go. Wait, wait. You already not know, man. All, not all sneakers are created equal. What type of sneakers? Um, The, the high fashion ones. So kind of like I, the specific. Oh, my God. You just said it. Checks over, checks over stripes for me. I'm loyal to my solution, man. So that's Absolutely. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a high beast. Not the ugly ones. At the one, ugly types. <laughs> I, I do have faces. Eh? I do have okay. faces. Sometimes it's Jordan. Some sometimes it's Yeezys. Mm. So right now, but right now at this point in time, it's comfort over lifestyle. Yes, for me. absolutely. Zoom <laughs> X Invincible Run of Nike. Not even. It's not even close. I don't know if you tried that on, but if you no. are a sneaker freak right now, try this new sh- new shoe that Nike came out with. Zoom X Invincible Run. I just bought Zoom my first Zoom X Invincible. Okay, okay. Oh my God. It's, it's, if you think Boost is good, if you think React is good, this thing really? feels like you're on a freaking trampoline and it's feel like the clouds. I, really? I kid you not. I kid so this not. is like a good contester against Boost. Boost I'll ain't got boost. nothing on this thing. No I way. swear. Okay. I swear. I'll check it out. I bet my businesses on it. Okay. So <laughs> that's how much I Because I just did a travel from Orlando a few weeks ago. Yeah. Wearing that shit. The fir- the way going there, my 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 feet hurt. My whole lower body was in so much pain. But when I was wearing that, going back, so it's had the same trip, two layovers. Man, I was like, woo! I feel like I'm gliding on this thing. Let's go. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah. It was good. Anyway, I'm sorry. If this is we're, this is uh, sneaker culture. So, this, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what would you, what did you do uh, with uh, with the sneaker culture hype that you had? So the reason why I started reselling sneakers is because my mom or my parents wouldn't want me to get those sneakers because who yep. the hell would pay ten k twenty k? Yeah, yung yan yung line ng parents ko lagi. So I was like, okay. So my first business, I was really focused on getting myself a collection. So I started with Yeezy Belugas, Yeezy V1s, V2s, you know, all of those faces, you know, I've, I've been through all that mess as well. So, you know, it had, it had its eyes. It also had its lows. Cause uh, 
there were there was a point in time na merong mga mara, dumami yung mga fakes, dumami yung mga scams. So I did get involved in in one of them like there there were a lot of things that that happened back then. And then I proceeded to you know pursuing um pursuing selling insoles, right? So you know how there's boost material, right? I got some from China, shipped it over here. So boost insoles. Wow. So you can do a sole swap. Yeah. So on leather shoes, you can put in your boost insoles and then I swear, try the invincible run. I swear it will just change your life. I swear. I'm 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 now, I'm now on a hunt to get more colorways, but it's so hard to score right now. You have yeah. to be on um, <laughs> you have to be on all these uh, sneaker uh, reseller marketplaces at the same time at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'll just turn serious a little bit. So before we this becomes a sneaker podcast, <laughs> I'll stop it right here, nip it, nip it in the butt, because I'm pretty sure people are like, what the fuck is, what are they talking about? This is Hustle Share, not Sneaker X. Okay? Exactly. Um, Jello, walk me through conversations growing up at your dinner table. Because again, with, with parents like that, you know, it's inevitable. You're going to have to talk business everywhere 24-7. It's going to be part of your DNA wherever you guys get to. Walk me through those conversations in, in a typical dinner table. And what are the things about business that your mom and dad taught you, especially with cash flow? Mm, cash flow. Okay. That's one of the main things I had initially. Uh, one of the main problems I, I had during my first business. Um, my parents heard you know, they're the most simple people you, you'll ever meet. My mom doesn't bring handbags. She wears sneakers. Is my dad, <laughs> my dad, nah, nah, nah. Like, yung tipong shopping, sneakers lang. So, uh-huh. she's very, uh, they're very frugal people. So, my dad naman, he, he wears clothes and then uses it talaga up until it's broken. So, um, they're very frugal people. So, they've always taught me to be frugal also. But you know naman the pressure in the sneaker <laughs> lifestyle, diba? Like, you need to have seven sneakers. Oh, one for each day type yep. of thing. Yep. And then, nadadamay na rin yung mga clothes. Like, luxury <laughs> stuff, you know. And oh, it was man. a mess. It was go. a mess. Uh-huh. Um, I could have had a better start mm-hmm. if, I, if I only listened to my parents. You know that saying, don't get too high on your own supply. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what it so, is. So um, there was there were a lot of you know trials along the way also in ter- on, on that aspect, like cash flow aspect. But you know, they were the ones that helped me get back up on my feet. You know, uh, I did start a few more ventures after that. So maybe I can talk about that later on. But the main idea of um, what happens at the dinner table is basically more business principles. They're trying to instill that in me, say for the rainy day, learn to invest, buy properties when you get rich. Those are the things that they talk about to me. And uh, I, you know, the same thing goes with business people that I meet, maybe now, but that is a sneaker culture, I swear. It's all sneakers. Like, oh, bro, did you buy this? Did you buy that? How much did FOMO you get this for? So go. it's it's like a FOMO situation back then. Everybody so, wants to be the next big boy chick. 
That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. We've all not had that face. Right. Like, ah, I'm going to be the next big boy check. But, you know, we've got to have the Eurotex money back in you up too, you know, so in order to, to get there. Right. But again, yeah. um, what, what are the things that eventually you'll realize as again? Okay. There's a rebellious, stupid phase that we all went through. Right. Yep. When did it start becoming serious to you? And how did you respond to, all right, maybe I'll try doing this business thing. And, you know, the passion that I had for sneaks, for sneaker culture, for swag, I'm going to put into, you know, more serious things. But of course, you know, just like me now, I don't care what you say or what I wear at the top or what I wear in my, my pants. When you look down, that's, that's fire. Right there, I'm, but I'm an Air Max guy. I'm a, I'm a Air Max, yeah, yeah. I yeah. only do Air Maxes. Yeah. I get that, yeah. Super clean silhouette. Yeah, so you know, moving forward after that, right? I, I think at one point I left the fashion industry, you know, the clothing industry, because nga, it, it's a it's a cycle. You you, you make money and then you spend it. Right? So it so gets richer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, after that, um, I felt that I had to take things serious seriously. So I started from scratch again. Um, I I opened up. This was a vo- joint venture with my with my mom, pero I I was the one running it basically. So um, we opened up a milk tea shop. It's mm. called Famti. So wow. the objective of that is to you know, target the branches to be, you know, in lower class areas, right? So it's definitely affordable. Like it's around 50 pesos for the medium, 65 for large. Wow. Uh, but okay. but the quality stays the same. So wow. we do each procedure the same way every expensive milk tea does, right? Wow. So that went really well. Um, okay. We were able to grow that to nine branches. Um, but then... When the pandemic hit, it cut down to half. All right. So that's another lesson I learned. Na, you know, everyone will get hit talaga during yep. during a pandemic. And then after that, ayun, that, that's the that's a turning point for me to learn to start saving and then also start investing. So that's where I started reading books about investing and about you know saving money talaga. And then after that. Um, I ventured to e-commerce. And then from there, uh, one of my partners mentioned that that he wants to send my share of the profit in cryptocurrency. So that's where I learned cryptocurrency. So that's how you got it. But okay, before we talk crypto, because that's what we're going to be yeah. talking about in the next phase, because I think you didn't turn back after that. There's one big lesson also that I wanted to know here. Um, and we also talk about school in a bit. Um, oh, yeah. When you fail, you know, uh, especially early, even young 20-somethings, you know, some, some even older, late 20s suffer and do not know how to bounce back from a failure like that. that given that, yes, you were working with your mom, but the hustle and the pain stinks the same, right? When, when, you know, when you start losing some of the things uh, and failure teaches you more sometimes than winning. What are those Absolutely. things that you really learned uh, that still sticks with you now that you you, you vowed that you're never going to do again? Yeah, I, I think it was more painful during the sneaker 
scene because that mm-hmm. at that point in time you know i was really i was making a decent amount of money right yeah. but at the same the following day no boss then right casino casino game there you go so problem you know when when a problem arises right you don't know how to like take care of it or pay for it right so i i think the ultimate lesson for me is to really you know it, it honestly all comes together in a sense na you, you will you will eventually fail uh, at one point you will definitely go through hardships right this life isn't fair it's not you no. know it's not oh, it's not going to be perfect and people uh, think that entrepreneurship is all you know going traveling and then working on your laptop <laughs> on the beach private oh jets right i wish but that's not that's not the lifestyle honestly it's daily meetings back to back right so one thing i learned is I, i i think the lack of education for entrepreneurship is is missing in in our schools today right yep. and i and i feel that's something that we need to look towards too like because i believe that you know if i had that proper education too i think i would have skipped a lot of steps or hardships along the way but you know nonetheless experience is the best teacher for them absolutely you know? absolutely because again i agree I, t- i also took up entrepreneurship when i was in college yep. and you can theorize all you want put all the freaking books in front of me all the case studies but until you really get your feet wet and really get punched in the face and really live the life of being an entrepreneur Again, it's not what you think. It's all sexy what you see in freaking startup on on movies. That is not what we do. We get punched in the face. We do shit that nobody wants to do because we 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 love solving that problem, and nobody else would do it because we can't we probably can't afford doing it anyway. So you know, at the start exactly. and for years, it's a lot of sacrifice and and that. And sometimes, man, um, no matter how much time you try to warn people and like, hey, go through that, because. Uh, I've done that mistake. Yeah. And you're going to eventually hit that wall still. Yep. And and another thing is I I see now the value of having a mentor. Yes. Like my partners over at Bayani Chain over at Lika, they're all my mentors because yeah. all of them have had like sila sila may experience like in terms of fundraising and all. Yep. This is my first like startup corporation style. Yeah. Like So all of them are my mentors and it's very very crucial. They help me skip a lot of the you know the avoidable tough, ones. Avo- avoidable trials. Okay, right? mistakes also there. Exactly. So um I I think finding a good mentor is very very important and very helpful as well. But nonetheless I I'm confident anyone can do it on their own. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of You know how far can you go? <laughs> yep. How sadistic borderline can you be with your sadistic? <laughs> no, it is. It is right. It's it's not pretty. It's painful, yeah, and most absolutely. people don't even get past zero to one. Right? Yeah. That's absolutely. the hardest part, right? Yeah. And I agree with the mentors. But before we talk about mentors and how you then surrounded yourself with the right teammates, let's take our first week and when we come back, let's now talk about how you then got into crypto and still make it. You know, through doing school and and doing well both on both on the both those things, and then again we'll talk about the cat and the other chain. But let's talk about that more after the break. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at PH, the country's biggest SaaS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at sasschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We are still with Jello Wong. Then told us how the sneaker life, the hype beast life, almost fucked them up. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good in the hood. One thing about the sneaker life, too, is but. Good thing my I bought my first Air Max after I got funded with my first startup. That's when I was only able to afford my first one. Nice. Still, it's all powdered now, but I keep it just a reminder of how how much I had to yeah. how much I had to delay the gratification to have a to splurge. Because again, I came from nothing, right? But more than anything, right? It's all about self discipline, which now you you pretty much have a good head start doing. And what did you feel, uh, Jello, when you partnered up and your partner said, hey, I'm paying you in crypto? Uh, well, how did you now take that and how did you get uh, deeper and deeper into this wormhole called Web Crypto and Web3? Actually, I am, funny story, I did have a background on crypto initially, right? When I was 12, oh. I stumbled <laughs> on it on Make you feel so old. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So for real, like I stumbled on it on Reddit. The good side of Reddit, not the. the... Yeah, yeah. No, oh, okay, like the Bitcoin you're... side. Because <laughs> Reddit is a, it's a crazy place to I know. I know. Like the dank memes. Oh my God. Stuff. Oh I get my that. God. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I I I checked the website and all, and you know I saw Bitcoin floating between sixty to eighty dollars. Are you kidding that's, me? That's how that's how early I I saw it. Wow, that was crazy. So I was like, you know, I even you know I even opened up a mining mining account on like you know my potato PC, and then like I I wanted to see what it it would do, but you know nothing really happened. You know, mm-hmm. at that point in time, and then after, after that, I completely forgot about it. And then my mom, uh, my parents got involved in crypto. The problem uh, is they invested in Bitconnect. Oh my god! So I know. I'm sure you know what Bitconnect is. Yeah. Bitconnect is a basically it. Para nakipagangkas sa what's this? The, the Bitcoin hype. Right, so suddenly this BitConnect came in, and then it was promising returns and all. Yep. Ended up be- becoming a pyramid scheme, right? Yep. Um. So at that point, Bitcoin was at like five, ten thousand dollars. Then I completely forgot about it again, right? Yep. And then that's where that's when I was once again introduced to crypto. One of my partners abroad wanted me to pay me through that. So I said, okay, let's let's do it, because it's so much more convenient. It's mm-hmm. better than um, wire transfer, cheaper, yep. and you know less hassle. Because it's delay on it, three to seven days. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, we started off sending each other through Litecoin that mm-hmm. that token, and then from there I studied it. I studied it, and then with the money I earned, I started trading with it. You know. Mm-hmm making money it was pretty decent and then after that ayun, that's where i stumbled upon nfts back in may 2021 okay so i saw i saw board ape floating very very early between one to five eight i honestly can't wow. remember but wow. that was it was really early but i did not buy it because i was like who in the world would buy a jpeg of a monkey right Pretty straightforward. I was a like, lot of crazy people too. <laughs> so I was like, "What? Okay, like that's for two hundred k. Okay, then I'm, I, but I'm not t- mm. touching that, right? Like mm-hmm. I was saying that to myself. Okay. But but I did study the fundamentals of NFTs, non fungible technology, and all that. Mm. Thing is, I have a lot of friends in the creative scene, right? Yeah. Streetwear, palang, right? <laughs> and um, there a lot of them yeah. are creatives. Um, but I, I I do have friends in school, um, you know, yep. and my other friend groups that are artists, painters, writers, singers, right? I felt that the power of NFTs or the technology behind it could help them tremendously. Yeah. Lalo na in this Asian, you know, in this Asian culture, right? Sinasabi nila, don't pursue art, pursue medicine, pursue law, pursue yep. nursing, mm-hmm. right? So, it, there's this common, you know, uh, parang common misconception that, you know, there's no money in art. But I, I believe if we put them in the right place with the right people, with people who are art enthusiasts, I believe, you know, it's easy. I, I, I believe it's easy for them to build a career, particularly in Web3. Absolutely. And again, the, the thing about crypto is, again, it's easy to self-study it. But at the end of the day, you won't really reach its full potential in, in terms of really fully understanding it 
until you become an active part of the community, whether through Discord, yeah. whether through meetups, whatnot. So how did you get warped into that and who did you meet and walk me through how did it eventually become Bayanche? Okay, Shempe, um back in May 2021, it was still the pandemic. It was really yeah. at, the, at its peak, right? Yeah. Um, so there was barely any community, right? It wasn't like there were no DAOs yet. I mean, it wasn't super, um, it, was su- it wasn't super out there yet, right? So it was just me and a couple of friends, right? Um, and then when I, when I got that idea, right, I made a post. I was like hiring a dev, gonna, gonna. Yeah. Um, I did have the funds at the time naman to bootstrap it. Mm. At least I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I was like hiring dev, gonna, gonna. What type of dev were you hiring? Because you can't just get any random dev and start making a blockchain type of app. I know, exactly. And initially, I was thinking of a token first because I, I thought that was the way to fundraise, right? So I was planning to make a token under Bayani Chain and all that. And then a particular guy named Alexander Brango tagged me, uh, tagged Paul Soliman in that chat or in that Facebook thread. Because Alex and I go way back. Alex's background, he owns Kixomatic. So sneakers. Right? Oh, hook me up. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he can, he can, absolutely. Nope, again, um, I'm being fugal. Okay, delayed gratification. I have <laughs> a team to pay. And again, I have responsibilities now. So, nah, once, once we get a is, you know, um, shell lang. Okay, go, um, go. Uh, They're the number one restoration sneaker shop. In the Philippines. Holy shit. I need some of my Air Maxes. Need a CPR. Okay, so <laughs> Pixomatic. Help me out. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you... Uh, yeah, they do restorations. Yeah. So, like, I, I think, you know, he might hook you up with something. Yes. I my babies, the my AM1s and AM90s, they need a little <laughs> bit of a uh, makeover, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've, done, I've done some business transactions with them. Went pretty uh, well. Okay, so, that's good. Nice plug. <laughs> I'll send okay. you the billing or the plug on Hustle Share. There you go, Alexander. Try and go. Okay. I will take your email later. But again, okay, so you he he tagged you Paul. He tagged you guys start to tell you. Um so yeah, just for context, they're all in JCI, JCI Manila. Yep. Yep. So Alex tagged Paul and then Alex messaged me. This guy's like um, someone that you can trust the yeah. So that, that's where I met Paul. Uh, I I chatted him. Uh, I was pretty intimidated because again, um, Alex was mentioning his credentials and all. Super big time guy because he's the first Microsoft MVP in the Philippines. You know, and he's um, you know he's done a lot of block blockchain stuff outside crypto over ten years now. He's done for different clients like such as conglomerates and banks and all. Yep. So I pitched my idea to him and he was like, oh, you know, I've been thinking of the same idea, uh, a similar idea, and um, I'm just looking for someone to run it. I'm, I have some partners already on board, so let's talk about it. So yeah, so that, was, that pitch was like just one paragraph explaining my idea. <laughs> and then he said, nah, in short, I want you to run it if you're down. If you're for it, so and, yeah. And what 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 was the idea? Just if you can just recall, because again, it's important 
and a lot of people your age will probably babble for a good 30 minutes just to get through the message. Right? You got it done in one paragraph. What was what did you say and what was the grand idea that you went okay, to call yeah. it? So at the time, it was basically to launch a token. Um, and then the, the funds used will be will be sent to create an NFT marketplace for Filipino artists. Mm-hmm. Wala pa yung concept ng brands nun. So mm-hmm. it was just purely for Filipino artists being able to put them on the spotlight and really giving them a marketplace that they can be comfortable around. Got it. So right. that's that's basically what Lika was initially, right? All right. Now, when you had this, how did you, because a, a lot of these conversations, all right, also being in the startup world for being an old fart like me, we've been all, all, more than 10 years now, almost 10 years uh, that uh, been in the game. A lot of these small talk either don't come to fruition and they just fade away. How did you then take it to the next level and put action to it all the way to, again, um, building a company around it? Oh, yeah. So basically, um, Paul offered me, na, okay, you be the head of this company. I'll take care of all the tech. I'll introduce you to my other partners. So that's uh, Nico, Nico Ke. So Nico Ke is um, the founder of Experience Group. So that's Inflatable Island, Bakeby, um, Desert Museum. So that that's where I that's where I met him, right? And he he became our chief evangelist officer. So the goal for him is to really um, spread the message because he's more of the party guy. Mm. <laughs> sa mga parties. Yeah. That's his role. <laughs> um, and then another co-founder was Alex. So Alex uh, became our chief financial officer because he specializes in fundraising. He's being mentored by someone in that field. So he's raised over, uh, I think, $1.5 million. Wow. Okay. So that's for various co- companies though. Okay. Right. So yeah, so that's that's how I met the team. And then while I was pitching my initial idea, they were like, it needs a lot of work. <laughs> so I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, let's let's definitely fix it. Let's definitely figure out the sweet spot for for everyone and for the company and as a whole, right? So between June and July, it was really um, the bare conceptualization. So parang just just the fruition of the idea, right? And then from August, uh, we did start pitching to mga investors, mga angel investors, right? Um, but from there, again, the idea wasn't super perfect yet. So there were a lot of revisions that had to change. A lot of the structure had to change also. And we, we met some more teammates of ours down the road, right? And then on September, September of 2021, right? That's where we kind of inserted the idea of bringing brands also into the picture, because we believe, because the question, the primary question we had is, how do we scale this to another level? That's one. Number two is, how do we gain traction? And number three, how do we contribute to the adoption of NFTs? Yep. Right. So we felt, because of course, the traditional art market is only catered to the traditional collectors, right? Yep. So how do we target the masses, right? And we thought of, launching brand NFTs. 
So these are NFTs that come with perks, discounts, utility, basically, and maybe even like VIP access to these establishments as well, right? Yeah. So we're, we'll be definitely launching soon with an experience group. So for example, if you're at the Inflatable Island, right? If you own an NFT of the experience group, you have an access to a free flowing bar and free food uh, all throughout mm-hmm. the day, right? So that those kinds of perks, I, I believe it's it's definitely attractive, especially to to non NFT users, right? right? So that's one of the main selling points of ours, besides having Filipino artists on board. So that's that's when that came in in September. Mm-hmm. Then October, between October and November, was fundraising and development. So we we focused na on fundraising. And surprisingly, our angel round, we closed it in less than a week. Seguro around five ah, days long. And then... And this is for Bayani Chain or Lika? No, for just for Lika. Okay. So we we sold shares for, for Lika. And then, yeah, we started the development and then community building. And... There's one thing that we really, really struggled with. We didn't realize how hard it was to build a marketplace on the Welcome blockchain. to the game! <laughs> <laughs> we were like, man, supply and demand is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when we were when we were in the development of the marketplace, we were expecting it to be as easy as making a minting site. Yep. Right. I'm sure if you're familiar with mint NFTs, yep. I'm minting NFTs and all OpenSea of that. Right? And all that. Right. Yeah. So we were trying to build something close to OpenSea, right? So yeah. that was not easy at all. And making yeah. it as smooth as possible is not easy either. Nope. So there were a lot of setbacks and all that. But in between, we did focus on building our name, <laughs> building our um, community. And thankfully, uh, COVID has died down, so we were able to do some lots of free life events. Right? Yes. So, yeah, that's that's basically what happened in between. And then we launched our marketplace last May 31. Wow, that's awesome. So if they want to check out the marketplace, and again, if you're a Filipino artist, or again, you want to buy some NFTs, where do they go? Uh, beta.lekanft.io Okay. Again, now, that's meta.lekanft.io. If you're driving, if you're in transit, don't worry. It's going to be the show notes in hustleshare.com. You can always go there nice. later. Okay, but I want to understand. So Likha is now made. But how does that differ from Bayani Chain? Because uh, when, when we were on a break earlier, you mentioned that these are two separate entities per se. How, how, yeah. Who supports who and how does that work? Okay, so basically, Bayani Chain is the parent company. Right, so that's under uh, Lika is under Bayani Chain basically. Right, um, the thing is, we do have different ventures that we're looking towards for Bayani Chain in the coming months and, and years. So, one of them is definitely launching a token down the road, and then we do want to la- launch a private lounge and gallery. So, it's like a Web3, uh, Web3 focused lounge and gallery where Yung tipong like the drinking games are like uh, take a shot, take a shot if <laughs> take a shot if 
Ethereum goes up or Ethereum goes down, right? Okay, that's nice. Um, things like that, right? We wanted to make it as experiential as possible with the help of Nico. Um, Nico's, you know, past businesses, right? So that's called the Bayani Lounging Gallery. And then we do also want to launch a proprietary tech called the yeah. Digital Physical Chain. Gotcha. So one of the challenges that we're trying to solve with the Digital Physical Chain is from a blockchain NFT, right? And turning it into physical. How do you attach the physical counterpart to the blockchain still, right? So that's the that's the tech that we're trying to develop on that aspect. But of course, that's going to cost a lot of time, a lot of manpower, and very, very expensive. Yep. So um, right now, we're focused on the marketplace itself. On the cloud. So it's just basically yeah. a venture builder approach under Bayani Chain where yes, products are going to be built. All right. Now, that yes. makes a lot of sense. Let's take our last break. And when we come back, I want to ask you several tips on youngins, for youngins like you who are also, again, into NFT. And again, uh, let's talk about uh, NFT and Web3 further. We'll talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again. And we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey, Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoostTime deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn Earn in flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. 
So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named Fintech of the Year at last year's Philippine Fintech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back from a break. We are still with Jella Wong of Bayani Chain and Likha. Okay, so if Likha is the focus right now, and we're already talking about focus, right? Yep. Let's just address something that's also an elephant in the room. You're doing all of this while you're in school, okay? <laughs> and I know the hustle because it ain't easy. So I'll, I'll share a little bit of a, a hustle also. When I my, my first startup, was also when I was in college. I took up entrepreneurship, which I think you also are taking up entrepreneurial management. So when I was in third year, I I and I studied in USD entrepreneurship. Okay. And USD ain't freaking um, a hub for tech. I'm the very <laughs> first tech startup that that came oh, out of that. Oh yeah, yeah. This was 2009. I mean, I, I mean, USD is pretty traditional, talaga, by nature. Yeah, but man, no. I'm a cra- I'm the crazy dude. <laughs> They're trying to do it in a traditional, in a traditional school. So my my my. It's funny because Nico, I I keep grinning with what you're telling me with Nico because my first startup was a nightlife app, a nightlife website. It's called guestlist.ph, which basically um, gets people on the guest list to the top clubs because I love to party. And every single time before I party, I had to freaking pay cover charge. Like, why do I have to pay cover? This is so annoying. So I said, this is a problem. And then I, I knew that a lot of kids kids would do that. So, but again, I don't know a promoter. I don't know the Nikos of the world, unfortunately. I'm, 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 I'm a loser that way. So I was like, let's create this uh, website, right? And I pitched this to my school. And my professors, everybody in my schools. Said, what are you doing? This is crazy. What is a website? This is not the franchise or the buy and sell platform. This is 2009, mind you. Franchise, buy and sell. Nothing was online. Everything was brick and mortar. So they've never encountered something like this. Long story short, I was able to put it up, but it wasn't easy because I did not have a network. And I still had to do the class shit that I had to do. Plus, I was a student leader. 
I was a BP oh. of our org. So it was a hustle. I had at night, I, I would have to go from club to club to club, introduce my my myself, the student who doesn't even know what the hell he's talking about. Um, to like, hey, can I have a guest list on your club? I have this platform. But I grew that to 15,000 members. Right? Oh, that's huge. And yeah, it is. It's power that's of college students. users. The power of college students who want to party. I swear, it can go viral. <laughs> <laughs> right? But imagine that. So it really went viral in a way, but I didn't know how to monetize it. But I pro- I've proven a point. I can grow this business to, to whatever it was. Right. So it was hard because I had zero connections. I was literally hustling and pounding and I barely made it out, barely passed. How are you able to do that now? Because it's a full time hustle and you have Bayani Chain, Lika, and it's obsessive. Huh? When you're doing the, I'll just share my last thought. When you're doing the real thing, the school shit doesn't sound as sexy anymore because you're talking theory. I'm already living the life. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah it's a, yeah, it's, it's so much completely. fun. Right. So, what was that like for you? But here's the thing. I like the word that you use, theory. Right. It's all theory and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you context, I studied in University of Asia and the Pacific. Um, I come from a course called BS Entrepreneurial Management. So, what is BS Entrepreneurial Management? It's a special course, actually. It's their flagship course. Why? Because in order for you to graduate, you need to set up a business and you yep. need to make money out of it. Yes. Um, so you need to earn, I don't know, there's a minimum, uh, like, like how much you need, right. quota yun and all that. So basically, I submitted Lika <laughs> as my business. You are me in 2009 that you're doing this in 2022. But, oh my gosh, yes, exactly. You know why? Because every time I have a panel defense. I request for another 30 minutes. Why? Because I have I to explain understand. what blockchain, <laughs> crypto, and NFTs are. And I have to explain that all oh in another 30 God. minutes before I present my business model. Yeah. Describe this to me. How do their faces look like? <laughs> oh my gosh. They're like... How am I, they, this is like what they, they look say. like an alien. Like, huh? This, this is what they say. About? This is what they say. I don't know how to grade you because I don't know anything about it. Dude, exactly <laughs> the same shit I had to go through. That's what they say, right? Um, but nonetheless, it's not a struggle anymore now because apparently most of my professors have started studying it because of course they're business people. They love learning new things every day. So when they first heard my presentation, right, nag-research na sila. So all the next presentations, they had the background about it. They're like, I, but they do. They do still have questions like, um, "Are you are you involved with uh board board ape yacht club?" I'm like, "Huh? No, no, not at all. Like that's a completely different project." <laughs> you but went to the wrong side of the internet. <laughs> but all they know is like board ape yacht club. But at oh, least, yeah. at least, at the very at least, least, they, they ended up something. in the yacht club though. At least they know something. All right. They right. they have a background. It's easier for me to explain. Yeah. And they see they see the value in it. They appreciate what I'm doing, actually. They're very supportive of it. That's great. Because my teachers never never I, I graduated with a bit what the hell did we just understand did you go through? <laughs> so I, my defense was two two hours long. Just again, I had to explain this is the website, this is a domain. This is what I did. These are exactly. the users. 
Exactly. MVP. Okay. There you and go. And that's when you know you're early. <laughs> yeah. And I was doing this in 2009. And again, it's just, it's, it's great because I love that your teachers are really stepping up because I didn't have to, when it was my time, it was hard because nobody stepped up. But it's sad also because students that are like you who are trying to really innovate are still going through the same challenges, I'd say, uh, to go through that. And hopefully, again, um, our academe adapts eventually. But none, nonetheless, though, um, it's, it's something that is more beneficial to me than it is to anyone else. Yeah, Because, absolutely. you know, whenever I explain it, I get better at it. Absolutely. Especially having to explain to older people. <laughs> it, it makes it so much like easier to explain to people my age. Yeah. Right. So to dumb you know, it down. Yeah. Eventually I, I get better at it. You know, it, it's easier and much faster for me to explain now and all. So, and at the same time too, again, you're not just going to be explaining this to your professors, any person in any walk of life that you're going to, um, and encounter. encounter, especially that's not in tech, to be like, oh, are you in the computer? Can you reformat my PC? I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not an apps. Like, what is an apps? What right now, man? When I started turning guestless.ph into party file, which was a mobile app, became the biggest nightlife app in Asia. I was like, what? <laughs> I am, ah, what the hell? Right? So it was, it was really, it was really tough. But again, that's a, uh, price you have to pay for entrepreneurship but i'll just go go back to my original question here how do you maintain focus because a lot of kids here's the thing uh, the reason why i ask this and let me know how your your classmates do this i remember vividly feeling like an outcast because first of all i had high ambitions mm. i was 19 out of 20 21 uh when i was doing it but I was thinking like, shit, I want to be fucking successful at this. Yeah. My, my, my peers were busy. My, 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 my classmates were busy flirting with each other or playing Dota. <laughs> right? So I felt like an alien. I was like, fuck that. Right. I want to get this head start because I'm, I'm the mentors. And you're so right. My mentors were like Georgi Azurin, who was like the most respected guy during my time. Right, that one of those very few people who understand how to make money online had to create a startup. Yeah, as a kid, and you said talk about getting mentors. I would go out to his office, which is in Pasig, and USC is all the way in Manila, just to get FaceTime with him to really understand because I didn't know shit, right? Um, and I really wanted to get guestless, and at, at night I wanted to focus, and I kept doing it. I said no to a lot of things very early. Yeah, how do you do that? For you, especially in saying no to things that look fun and nice, but yeah. you now have Lika Bayani chain in school. Yeah. Well, you really have to accept the fact that there's always going to be a trade-off. Yeah. In my school alone, right? I, I can't join any orgs. I don't I don't have a single org right now. Because wow. yun nga, my org is my companies and uh, you know, in my head, diba, like the purpose of orgs naman is to network and all. Right. I'm able to network naman with the right with the, the big people. boy game now. Yeah, like um 
so with other web3 startups and all mm-hmm. right so that's my network networking basically and that's basically what my fun is now yeah. right um another thing is you know i'm not able to spend as much time with you know for example my blockmates in college right um i do talk to them from time to time pag may kailangan sa homework that's joke lang <laughs> no sometimes it's you know we you see them in starbucks outside along Pearl Drive, there you go. Like, oi, what are you getting? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but yeah. Because um, here's the thing. One, one of the things I haven't experienced is face-to-face classes. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to get harder when that happens. <laughs> Good luck with parking too. Pearl Drive is just a hard place to park. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Honey, Leah, the office of Georgie, when I was having him mentor me, mm-hmm. it's literally at, around Gold Loop. By program, ah. so I know that place very well. Okay, so it's nearby. Yeah, I love that school because off topic lang, because all the fast foods are outside. Like yep, just right exactly. across. Yeah. So, <laughs> but parking so, is a bitch. That's what it's. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. There you and, go. And another thing is, you know, having to say no to other parties. You know, parties that I feel are like, you know, panaba like. Cause, cause the parties that I go to now normally is like Web three meetups. Yeah. Uh, so there's drinking. There's a lot of drinking, but it's still networking with the people that you know could help me and my company, and you know I could help them also in return. So the mga parties with the barcadas and all that. Normally I I, I pass because nobody got time for that. Because um. You know, during those times, the typical stuff, like I'm doing work, I'm having meetings. The only free time I have is normally, you know, during those meet up with Web3. And essentially, I'm still doing work there because it still has to have value when I drink or when I go to parties. Although right now, I, you know, I haven't drunk alcohols for about two, three months now because I'm on a diet. All so. right, that's good. All right. <laughs> yeah. Now again, it's very early in the game, and I'm pretty sure this is not going to be the last time we're going to have the hustle share. Then, because I am an old fart, um, <laughs> and this podcast is three three years old and counting as we're recording this. But and again, maybe five ten years down the road, we'll we'll catch up again. I don't know. We'll we'll never we'll we'll see again. We'll, we'll see the trajectory that the face it and i'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of challenges and failures you're going to have to go through too so be ready because it ain't yeah. it, it ain't what you think it is but yeah. again let's talk about your mentors what's the best advice that you've gotten so far from the people that you decided to surround yourself with so, uh, do not be complacent because uh, at this point in time right i'm getting all of these you know people coming towards me talking to me you know um nobody ever criticizes me right but i do have this one particular mentor who criticizes me every time and i appreciate it so so much because yeah. no one's gonna do that to me right because everyone wants to be on my good side right but in reality i'm very very open to these criticisms right and he was telling me now it's important for you not to be complacent and to make sure that you're still focused on what you're building right because normally when you're at networking events and all that you lose focus on what you what you truly have to do which is build the platform 
baka kasi sometimes externally we look really really good but you know diba, internally there might be some problems that might happen so that's always a warning to me na don't be complacent and another one is ego is the enemy mm-hmm. that's the most like I think that's the most relevant thing it's an everyday battle for me it's an everyday battle for all my co-founders as well kasi you know when ego gets in the way wala na you lose you lose the momentum uh you you start focusing on yourself more than the company you know all of those things so it's it's really a mental battle um it's really a mental game also uh trying to make a startup succeed as well so and again i'm rooting for you good luck and if you need Thank help you. again there's a lot of hustlers that have been on hustle share But again, we'll be taking a closer look because again, uh, I know we still have a lot of things to do. But again, you're off to a great start and congratulations in advance, Jello, for raising funding already and you know, very, very great start. But before I let you go, if you want to invite people to work with you, talk to you, or again, check out the, the platforms that you're going to uh, release or have released already, where do they go and how do they do that? Basically, you can talk to me on Facebook, Jello Wong, G-E-L-O-W-O-N-G. You can also look for me on Twitter, same thing, Jello Wong, and on, also on LinkedIn as well. So if you're an NFT artist or you're a brand or um, you're someone that just wants to learn more about NFTs and crypto, uh, you can swing by a message. You know, I, I reply naman, I reply pretty fast. Yep. as well because I'm always on those platforms and then from there uh, we can set some meetings uh, discovery calls if necessary yeah and I also wanted to say thank you so much Ron like you've been honestly Hustle Share has made an impact on me a lot thank um, you I'm flying to NFT NYC because Ren Strong of Reader Dao in your podcast mentioned that it's it's something very important to to head to so Yeah, I've also met Renz, such a cool guy. Like, you know, I love talking to him. And yeah, he's been one of, one of my biggest inspirations as well. So yeah, like um, I'm looking forward to the success also of Hustle Share. I'm also looking forward to your success, Ron. Like, you know, I, I've, I've, the first time I discovered Hustle Share was on Final Page. Yon, isa pa yon. I, I binge Final Pitch and Shark Tank during my free wow. time. So I, I enjoy those things a lot so so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. And again, um, the only reason I'm doing this is because my mentor, which is the biggest influence in my startup life, told me that when I get successful, uh, luckily in my second startup I had an exit already um, after the first one failed, which is a party business. Um, he said only one thing, only one condition when he tried to help me, which is forward. Yep, paid forward. And that's what I'm doing. So as long as I can talk and have the fucking energy to do this, I'll be doing this all the time. But again, Jello, before I let you go, follow us in whatever podcast app you're listening to, whether again, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you see a star rating, give us a five star. Come on. Just, uh, so we can keep going and doing this thing for a long time. And if we get day some jargon, it's going to be the show notes on hustleshare.com. Uh, and again, lastly, if you want to be part of our community, it's going to be the Hustle Share community on Facebook. Again, Jello, thank you very much. Let's go. Thank you, sir. Thank LFG. you so much. That's LFG. how you kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.